Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. We're coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Much love to everybody tuned in and locked in all over North America. If you're live, tuned in on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate. Thank you. You could be here in Atlanta, Georgia with me. You could be in San Diego, Chicago, Buffalo, Vancouver, Seattle, Miami. You could be in Houston. Don't care where you at. Thank you for listening. Much love to people tuned in on the free Odyssey app. Sirius XM Channel 158. And everybody tuned in on a smart speaker right now. I guess because we're uh, pulling up into Tuesday, I guess the holiday weekend is officially done, right? Still eating turkey. Still eating ham. You got leftovers. Like, you ain't finished it yet. Is there still pie sitting around somewhere? Yeah, finish it soon, folks. Finish it up. Look, I'll be here with you for the next two hours. Uh, thank you to every person who's been listening since we got started. At 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific, super producer and host Dave Shepard. He's holding it down for us in New York City. And we've already discussed a lot over the past two hours. There's there's so much that went on over the weekend. Uh, so much football and basketball. Uh, Shep, did you see that? Um, and we'll, we'll get to the Chicago Bears in, in Minnesota momentarily. Shep, you, did you see that that South Carolina score? With the Gamecocks? No. I only Dawn watched... Dawn Staley? N- 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 oh, wow. I'm glad I didn't take the bait there. Because um, I was going to say South Carolina football. I only watch teams that matter. That team does matter. Women's college basketball, South Carolina Gamecocks. I did I did not see that. I know she's done a hell of a job since she's been there. Bro. The, the score over the weekend was an obliteration. I, I think, think it you, was... tweeted, you tweeted about it, right? Yes. Yes. I did. Yes. And this was... Abuse. The score, uh, what was it? It was like 100. Let's see, what was that score? It was like 100 something and 19. And I said, like, what type of ass? 101 to 19 on Friday night, bro. 101 to 19. What are we doing? Like, why the hell did they even have a game? Like, where are the parameters to say, let's not play Mississippi Valley State because it's not fair? Like, they played them to destroy them, and that's the worst part about college athletics. But I saw that game on Friday. I didn't even – yeah, I wasn't sitting down watching it. But somebody said, hey, JR, did you see the score? And I said, no, what? They They showed me the score, and I said, whoa. Didn't they go on a 40 nothing run? Bro, I don't know. Okay. I, I don't know. Does it matter? 
101 no. to 19. Reminds me of Lisa what? Leslie in college scoring like a hundred and I think she scored like 101 points in the first half, and like it's just you don't you don't even think that's possible. Well, let's let's get a uh, and you know I, I don't want to go down that that route. Right. What what is that? Uh, is, is what's that guy's? Was it who who said uh, the WNBA champions couldn't beat a a top high school team? Who, who's the guy? Oh, that's oh he he he's the word that starts with an A. Uh, uh, tra- uh, Clay Travis. Oh, it was Clay Travis who said it. Yep. Okay. Yeah. That that's <sighs> anyway. That this is a game that that shouldn't have taken place, man. It's just sad. Good luck to uh, Mississippi Valley. Oh, they'll get over this when they're adults, or just older adults, I should say. Anyway, speaking of another game, a little bit more competitive. Although there were a lot of field goals just kicked all over the damn place. Monday Night Football, we had a classic. Not. The Minnesota Vikings, they ended up losing to the Chicago Bears. The final score, 12-10. to 10. Yeah, field goals were kicked all over the place. It was a game-winning field goal by Cairo Santos, a 30-yarder that won Chicago the game with 10 seconds left. Uh, Minnesota couldn't flip and pass the ball around enough uh, to get it into the end zone on their final possession. And the Chicago Bears... They improved their record, if I want to say improved. They improved their record to 4-8, and eight, and the Minnesota Vikings, they fall to 6-6. Six and six. But when you take a look at the NFC, when you look at the teams that are actually still in competition, Minnesota is sitting there in a wild card spot. Following tonight's game, the Bears beating the Vikings 12-10, We see the Eagles. We saw what they did against the Buffalo Bills. The Eagles are the number one seed. They would get the bye. The 49ers are behind them. Uh, The Lions, even with their L on on, Thanksgiving, uh, they're in the third spot. The Falcons, with a losing record of five and six, uh, they're the final fourth team, obviously the division winners. And that would mean the Cowboys would be a wild card because they're behind the Eagles. Uh, That would also now move the Seahawks still in the playoffs. And the Minnesota Vikings at 6-6, they would still be alive and eligible, even though if Minnesota goes to the postseason, what am I expecting from them? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. I'm expecting Minnesota to turn the ball over. And, oh, yeah, by the way, if you didn't listen to the game tonight, turnovers galore including Josh Dobbs, who went out there tonight, and he had four, count them, four interceptions. Justin Fields, congratulations to him. No interceptions for Justin Fields, but Justin Fields had two, count them, two turnovers, including, well, two stupid, really one stupid one. He's staring a linebacker in the face, and he's, I guess he thinks he's the juggernaut, And the ball, he knocked the ball right out of his hands. Lucky for them, they got the ball back and they were able to kick a game winner, uh, something that their field goal kicker earlier on in the game, and Cairo Santos, he couldn't do. And so we saw a lot of kicks tonight, including every single score from the Chicago Bears came via the foot of Cairo Santos. He was 4-5. And he won them the game without anybody on the Bears scoring a touchdown. I mean, at halftime, the game was 3-3. to 
Let's take a listen to some of the key plays for this game. Uh, let's just fast forward. We got a lot of crap here. This is in the fourth quarter. Uh, Joshua Dobbs, I told you he had four interceptions, including this one. I want you to hear it. This is courtesy of Westwood One. From the 36, Vikings, here's a pass, and it's almost picked off, and it was deflected at the line. On that first and 10, it was ricocheted and intercepted by Gordon. Another ricocheted interception by the Bears. I told you nobody could keep the damn ball. The Bears were up 9-3. to three. Justin Fields had the rock, and then he decided to give this away. Listen to how exciting the Vikings radio network was. Justin Fields takes the snap. He's going to try to run it right. He dropped it. Fields dropped it. Did the Minnesota Vikings recover it? Yes, yes, we did. Justin Fields fumbled it. And, hey, the Vikings have taken the ball from the Chicago Bears. It was pretty nice because Joshua Dobbs, instead of throwing the ball to the wrong guy when they got it back, he actually connected with T.J. Hawkinson to actually take the lead. Listen to this touchdown. First and 10 from the Bears, 17. Clock runs, Dobbs, shotgun, short drop. Looks right, sees nothing. Throws to the end zone. Touchdown! T.J. Hawkinson with a 17-yard grab has tied the game at nine. At nine. Extra point made it 10 to nine. Vikings had the lead, right? It's like, what is Chicago going to do? Well, Justin Fields got the ball back. Listen to what he did. Third down for the Bears. Third and ten. Field shotgun. Minnesota rushes four. Justin steps up. He's going to run. Gets to the 40. He's hit. Can you keep up like nobody wants the ball? I mean, at this point, Minnesota still leads 10-9 to and Fields fumbled the ball again. This is nuts. And so Minnesota has the ball. They have a chance to add some insurance. And, of course, they can't do it. And so the Chicago Bears get the ball back. And now they have to go on a game-winning drive. Well, Justin Fields did something good. He threw the ball to one of his teammates, D.J. Moore, who they traded the world for, by the way. And so D.J. Moore is able to connect and set up what would ultimately be a game-winning field goal. Let's listen to this from Westwood One. The Chicago quarterback Fields lines up in the gun, drops back five, right tackle block, winds up, line drive down the field, caught with the leap at the 25, grabbed and running down to the 20-yard line is D.J. Moore and spins by the 15 and down near the 13-12 yard line of Minnesota. What a throw by Fields, 37-yard gain, timeout Vikings. Man, that guy's voice, Harlan's voice at the end got to be shot, man. He's drinking tea with honey all damn day. Anyway, Cairo Santos, this man comes on to attempt what would be the game-winning field goal, and I'm saying to myself, come on, this is the Bears. He going to miss the kick. He opened up the game by missing what was about, I think, a 48-yarder kick or 48-yard kick. And sure, yeah, 48 is longer than 30, 
but he's going to slip and fall and bust his ass and miss, right? No, listen. 30-yard field goal for the lead. Clock is ticking at 13. Good snap, ball put down, kick is up, the kick is perfect. The kick is perfect, and the Bears have gone up 12 to 10 with 10 seconds to go. Yeah, and that that was pretty much it. With 10 seconds left, Minnesota got the ball, and on their final last-ditch chance and effort, we've all seen this before. I'm sure you can visualize it. Pitch the ball to this guy, pitch it back this way, throw the pass backwards to this guy. Offensive lineman gets the ball, and now it's curtains. And that's it. The game is over. And so the Chicago Bears, thank you to Mr. Cairo Santos. He didn't make the kick to open up the game, but he made it to close it. Chicago wins over Minnesota 12-10. to Chicago is now 4-8. and Minnesota falls to 6-6. Six and six. And, yes, this was a ridiculously ugly game. Ugly as hell. I would call it an ass fest, but it might be confused for something else. This was just an ugly game all the way around. I want to tell you again, Fields and Dobbs combined for 380 yards passing. One touchdown, four interceptions, two fumbles. They were sacked a collective five times. So not exactly the, uh, the highlight factory that you're looking for. When it comes down to Monday Night Football, this was not, I don't know, Tom Brady and and Peyton Manning. This is not John Elway and Dan Marino. This was crap. But somehow, someway, if you want to look on the bright side for any one of these teams, Minnesota is still in the playoff mix. I don't expect them to do a damn thing when they get there, if they get there. But they're still in the mix. Good on them. And for the Chicago Bears... Even with Justin Fields making just one of the dumbest fumbles I've ever seen in my life by figuring I'm going to physically attack a linebacker, the Chicago Bears still have the Panthers' number one overall pick. If the season ended today, the Chicago Bears would have the number one overall pick. They would also have pick number four. And you can also thank, I'm sorry, you can thank the trade for DJ Moore because the Carolina Panthers basically said, hey, we want Bryce Young and we'll sell the whole damn world for him. And we see how that's going. They fired Frank Reich. David Tupper is going to get his hands on a new coach, but we can crap on everything going on in Carolina on another day. The Chicago Bears are in a good position. And we discussed this earlier on in the show. If you happen to be Ryan Poles and you're the general manager, you did not select Justin Fields. Ryan Poles made it very clear at the end of last season, hey, we like Justin Fields, but he needs to improve as a passer. Well, forget improving just as a passer. Justin Fields needs to make better decisions. Justin Fields needs to realize, hey, When should I, I don't know, not flip the ball? When should I not, I don't know, challenge a linebacker? Justin Fields has seven turnovers in the fourth quarter this year. And God bless him. Tonight, he helped orchestrate a game-winning drive, especially getting that ball to DJ Moore. But are you trusting him? And in the long term, if I'm Ryan Poles, 
I'm thinking about this from a different perspective. I ain't picked that dude as my quarterback. If you want me to succeed as the GM, you got to let me pick my own QB. And that's going to give him rope for another three years. I mean, he he going to hitch his wagon onto to Justin Fields? I, I don't think so. Matter of fact, not at all. I'm not doing it. I think it'd be time to move on. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. It's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I got a simple question. If you're the Chicago Bears, do you move on from Justin Fields or do you keep him? You're going to have two draft picks. If I'm the Bears, there's two things I'm doing. I'm getting myself a quarterback, and then I'm getting myself an offensive lineman. And I think those are the two things that they should take care of. But God knows, wild the things have happened in the draft. But if I'm the Bears, I'm definitely picking me up a QB. 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get to your calls on the other side of the break. I do also want to talk about uh, some more football on the college side. I want to get to Draymond Green. He's not mad about choking out Rudy Gobert. We have so much to do. I can't give a full recap over the past week, but I'll try my best. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I do want to say I've, I've never called in. I love listening to you. I've, I've been listening for years. And man, your show and what you say is just beautiful. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. Chicago Bears just beat the Minnesota Vikings. The final score 12 to 10. I told you about Mr. Fumble Justin Fields. He had two of them tonight. He also helped orchestrate the game-winning uh, field goal, or at least the setup for it, so you got to give him some credit where credit is due. I ultimately think that his time in Chicago, it should come to an end. The general manager, Ryan Poles, did not select him. He did not draft him. And when you think about the QBs who are going to be available, it's probably more prudent even for his own career, uh, as it currently stands, to select his own QB and give himself uh, a little bit of wiggle room give himself a a, a buffer zone to continue to construct the team in the way that he wants to. And I think we all know this. If you ain't got no QB, you ain't got nothing. Justin Fields did talk to Lisa Salters on ESPN after the victory, and this is what that conversation sounded like. After what happened last week, you talked all week about finishing. Just what was your mindset as you were driving the team down the field to get in position for that field goal? Yeah, I mean, at halftime, you know, that was our main message because we've been up at halftime plenty of times. So, talk to the team and uh, really emphasize finishing. Of course, we got uh, it got a little bit rocky on those two fumbles. So, um, you know, I had to bounce back. I appreciate, you know, coaches, teammates, you know, pushing me and, um, you know, play, playing a great game tonight. Your 
defense really helped you out as well uh, with the four takeaways. Just what impressed you most about what the defense was able to do? Yeah, I mean, defense has been balling out these past two weeks, so uh, definitely proud of them. You know, that's what Coach Flutes teaches uh, and preaches is takeaways, takeaways, takeaways. So, of course, they did a great job tonight with that and um, got us the ball back. And you've said that you're not really concerned about the speculation about your future. You're just focused on getting better. Just how do you think that you played tonight? I played all right. Uh, I played all right. There's always room to improve. Missed a couple of throws, but, um, you know, of course, we don't want those two fumbles. But, um, you know, play good enough to get the dub, and that's all that matters. But there's definitely, uh, you know, room to improve for sure. Well, yeah, man, there's definitely room to improve. And I think a part of, of, of room to improve is to actually be available, you know, out there on the field. And we know you don't just have to be the quarterback. You could be anybody. You're playing football. You're susceptible to injury. You're susceptible to being hurt. I mean, this dude had a dislocated uh, thumb on his hand, and he had to miss time because of that. I mean, even with that, that, that last fumble where he's running straight towards the linebacker and he has the ball dislodged, that's the type of play where nobody wants to see. And it's not just the fumble. You're the quarterback, man. Part of your job is to actually go out there and be available. And in the, the modern and current NFL, availability is, is a talent. It's a skill. If you don't know how to protect yourself, you're just wasting everybody's time. Tons. And so that wasn't the only Chicago Bear that spoke. Uh, DJ Moore, he talked after the game, you know, the last time that the Chicago Bears were on the field, they choked away a victory. I think more than 12 points to the Lions. And so Scott Van Pelt spoke to DJ Moore on ESPN, and he asked him about, man, how do you lose that game and then come back to win this one? And DJ, coming off that loss against Detroit on the road where you guys were, frankly, the better team for most of the game, and the ability to flush that and get a, a win on the road in Minnesota, what's it say about the room that you're in and the group of pros that you're a part of? Uh, that we, you know, when we played the Lions, we didn't finish the game out. Uh, but this week, we learned how to finish during the week, and uh, we came out here and executed the last plays that we needed to, uh, especially the big catch, and then Cairo hit the end of the field goal, and that's how we learned to finish this week, and we need to keep carrying it on. Listen, man, I know that whole damn team was sweating. Cairo Santos coming up to kick the game-winning field goal. I know everybody was sweating bullets, ready to get back on that plane and take the short ride, uh, you know, just just back down and go, oh, well, we lost another one. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Let's go ahead and talk to Larry from Cleveland. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Larry? Hey, how's it going? How you doing, JR? I'm excellent. How are you? Good. Fantastic. A little bit about the uh, Bears decision there, uh, JR and <clears throat> Justin. To me, if I'm the Cleveland Browns, <clears throat> excuse me, if I'm the Cleveland Browns, Andrew Barry, and, and, and the gentleman there, the GM there wants to make a trade with us, which we got Deshaun already. I'm going to go there. We already have him. But if they like to give him up, and they haven't leveraged at all with Justin. I'm taking him in a heartbeat. But the system we have here in Cleveland, we're, we're banged up now. We're, we're messed up pretty bad. But with our offensive line we have here, I'm talking about the coaching staff, Coach Fancy, Hope Sports stays here too, and Coach Callahan. I'd love to have Justin here. He's fitting our system big time. It would take time to let him grow here, be here in the system. I, mean, I think he'd flourish really well, the talent he has. 
the thing about the Chicago Bears to me, Jerry, why would he have the GM? I'm keeping Justin Fields. The reason I say it, you mentioned your, your selection of what you would do. Well, I would do the first pick. I'm going after Marvin Harrison Jr. And plus, you got DJ Moore on the other side there. Then I'm going to get my offensive lineman there. What do you think about that? Well, I think, and I can tell you firsthand, and thank you, Larry, for calling from Cleveland. I see this firsthand in Atlanta. You can try that out and just say, oh, I'll get the offensive weapons and I'll get the line and I'll worry about the QB later. Man, that, that, ain't, that ain't working here in Atlanta. You know, people are still waiting to see what happens with Desmond Ritter. He got sat down and Heineke gets hurt. He gets thrown back out. They win. He ain't played too shabby. Like, man, people, people are still not all that enthused. Like, it, if you don't have somebody to deliver the ball to your offensive weapons, it's it becomes a moot point. Like, yeah, you need an offensive line to keep the quarterback healthy and so on and so forth, man. But it's uh, it's a whole lot more complicated than that. And so, no, man, they're going to have two picks. I, I do a little bit more than just say, oh, man, I'm going to take Marvin Harrison and, and a lineman and then figure out the QB later. And if I'm Cleveland, with all the money that they have basically tied up, $230 million guaranteed. Let me say that again. $230 million guaranteed to Deshaun Watson. It, it's not so much the draft pick. You you want to pay him? And when I say him, you want to pay Fields to be a backup? And in all things considered, do you want to see him out on the field? I'd be praying that Watson is healthy enough to play. And then you still have to make a decision on his fifth-year option. You're going to have to need a team that's swinging for the fences to say, oh, we'll take the chance. And if Justin Fields does work, yeah, we'll, we'll extend him. It's, it's tough, man. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. ZZ is calling from Scottsdale. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, JR. How you doing? Um, are you Okay. I don't know. <laughs> no, I was just walking somewhere, so I'm a little out of breath. Whoa, 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 stop here. Yeah. You're not going to have, like, a heart attack or anything on the radio, are you? No, no, I'll be okay. I'm going to be okay. Thank you. <laughs> okay, go ahead. All right. So as far as the Bears are concerned, I don't think Ryan Poles is making a lot of changes because he wants to hit his guys. Justin Fields is not as drastic, so I think he's for sure going to be traded in the offseason. And I have a proposal, and it might sound ridiculous. I think the Bears should draft a quarterback, and I don't think it should be Caleb Williams. I don't think Caleb Williams is an NFL-caliber quarterback. I like Penix or, or Dick or the guy on uh, Oregon. I think his Dix is his last name, or the guy from uh, May Bo from – Nix. Bo Nix, yes, Bo Nix. So one of those guys I think is better. But this might sound like a crazy suggestion, but I think it actually helps the Bears. If they traded – Fields in a pick, like a fourth-round draft pick, to Denver for Russell Wilson. He has $90 million left in guarantee. They restructure the deal for like $30 million a year for three years. They still draft a quarterback to, you know, to, to, to try to be the future quarterback after Russell Wilson. And it gives the Bears a legitimate starting quarterback that they could still win and also groom a, a, a quarterback they draft. You've been playing. You've been playing Madden recently. <laughs> if I've been smoking marijuana, you want to know? I, it's just. I mean, it's just an idea. What? 
Okay. Uh, <laughs> since when did marijuana and Madden sound the same? <laughs> they both have the same effect. Oh, okay. Fantasy, eh? It was easy. I'm sure you've been participating in both. Yeah. <laughs> good, good luck on that trade scenario, okay? You're, right, you're in Arizona. You. You, you're not a Cardinals fan? Who do you like? No, I, I'm, I'm a Bears fan. I, didn't, I grew up in the Chicago area, so I've always been a Bears fan. All right. Good, good, good luck the rest of the way, okay? Thanks, dear. Be well. All right. Thank you, ZZ. I think he tripped and fell his head along the way, man. That's some tough going. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to get to more of your calls. And on the other side of the break, I hate to say this, but we'll hear from the losers. Joshua Dobbs talked about his turnovers. And Kevin O'Connell, knowing that they still are in the wild card for right now, uh, he talked about how the team is feeling and how he wants them to feel. So we'll hear from the losers, and then we'll hear from you. Not losers, loyal listeners. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, listen, I appreciate that so much because I'm glad you have the opinion you have because I have one very similar. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. Man, NFL music makes me want to play football. Not really. I'm, I'm just watching. I'm, I ain't playing nothing, man. Chef could barely get me to run a marathon. You think I'm going to go play football? They don't want me out there. 855-212-4CBS. Speaking of running, damn. LeBron James has now officially ran around on a basketball court more than any human being who has ever picked up a basketball. LeBron James, the Lakers, they lost tonight to the Philadelphia 76ers. Shout-outs to everybody in Philadelphia who had a chance to check it out. Uh, the Lakers lost 138-94. to Okay, LeBron James had 18 points. I think Tyrese Maxey and Embiid, I think they combined for like 61 points. But here's the deal. LeBron James has now played more minutes, including the playoffs, than anyone in NBA history. Not that you would remember this number. If you do, I think you're weird. 66,318 minutes. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, 66,297. If I can do math, LeBron James has now played 21 more minutes than Kareem. How about that? That's That's a lot of times. And oh yeah, LeBron James is about to turn 39 years old. And, uh, yeah, has he slowed down? Yes. Is he the same LeBron James from 10 years ago? Uh, No. But this LeBron James in 2023 is still averaging 25 points, eight rebounds, and almost seven assists per game while playing 34 minutes a game. 
I don't want to call him indestructible. But damn. Like, we've seen him, okay, he pulls an ankle, he pulls a groin, he's out for a week, he's out for a month. Like, how long is this man going to, quote-unquote, stay relatively healthy? And I know it's still early in the season. But damn. LeBron, it's just amazing. I want to see how long he does it. 855-212-4CBS. I told you before we went to break, uh, we were going to hear from some losers. Uh, and it would be the Minnesota Vikings. Tonight they lost to Chicago, the final score 12-10. to 10. Josh Dobbs, four interceptions tonight. Count them, four. He was able to get that one touchdown to TJ Hawkinson. So for anybody who has him, uh, Hawkinson in fantasy, at least you pick something up. Uh, but I'll tell you this, it ain't going to get any easier for the Minnesota Vikings. Not at all. Yeah, they, they might be 6-6 six and six right now. They might have an opportunity to still make it to the postseason as a wild card. If you think about Minnesota, they got a crap team coming up next. They got Las Vegas. They got Cincinnati with no Joe Burrow. Yes, but then they got two games to close out the season against Detroit. And that, I don't think, is going to be easy. That might actually close the door on their postseason chances. Despite that, their head coach, Kevin O'Connell, he talked after the game, and he talked about the vibe amongst the team and everybody in the locker room. Listen. Very crushed locker room right now. Uh, you know, the type of atmosphere it was. Did not have the performance uh, we wanted to have offensively. Uh, credit Flo and his guys once again for keeping us in a football game that we had no right uh, being in with how poor we played on offense with the turnovers. Um, and, uh, you know, until we, until we figure out a way to play complimentary with our defense and, and get a little bit more production without having the ball turned over on offense, we're not going to win football games. So we've got to, as a staff, use this bye week, um, a lot of reflection on what we've done, um, how we've gotten here. Um, we'll get healthier coming off this bye and, uh, you know, in the mix to, uh, Go try to chase down everything we hope to do, which is getting hands. But it, it, we've got to start playing football, um, especially offensively, uh, at a higher clip without turning the football over. Yeah, man. Well, you do that by having a better QB. And Kirk Cousins ain't playing no more. He's done for the season. And man, Kirk Cousins, he may not even play again ever for the Minnesota Vikings. And so I love it when the coaches just just say whatever. They can't tell the truth. They can't be honest. They can't say what's really on their mind. Hey, yeah, we need to stop turning the ball over. But the fact is, come on, man. Y'all are screwed because you don't have Kirk Cousins anymore. And even if he did play, yeah, they'd be better. I wouldn't be pegging them to, you know, go to the NFC Championship game. You could throw that out the window. The guy who turned the ball over four times and almost had a pick six, it's Joshua Dobbs who tonight I also learned is some uh, aerospace genius. Josh Dobbs spoke after the loss, and he says, yes, my feelings are hurt. Listen to this. I wish we could have came up with the win for the fans, uh, for the guys, you know, in the locker room. Um, defense did a great job again, giving the offense a chance. You know, we got to take care of the football. We said it last week, and we'll say it again this week. Um, and we didn't make enough plays to win. We had a chance at the end. You know, again, the ball in our hands with a chance to get a first down um, to really seal the deal at the end of the game, despite everything that happened throughout the game. Oh, nice. Well, forget all of that crap. 
Hey, Shep, we talked about this earlier on in the show. Joshua Dobbs, and I learned this like over the past 48 hours. I'm sure I heard this and let it go in one ear and out the other some time ago. He has a degree in, in aerospace engineering. Like what? What the hell is that? Is he is he fixing a spaceship <laughs> to send it to Mars? Like, what is he doing? Well, he's an extract thinker. And look, uh, this was not his finest hour, JR. Um, I still saw him at the end of this game dap every single person up who was reaching their fist out to just touch him. Um, this is an awful moment for him. But he's so much, his story and what he's accomplished this year far outweighs even a four-interception game. And like you said, how many guys are a starting quarterback right in the NFL and also studied rocket science in college? Not me. Not me either. He graduated with honors. Right. University of Tennessee, 2017, with a degree in aerospace engineering. Man, I don't want to take my car to the shop, man. Like, man, they... This man, God bless him. A 4.0 GPA. Hey, by the way, all my folks in, in uh, here in Atlanta, that's why the man basically got the playbook and uh, and whooped that ass and won a game. It's because he's a genius. Now, why he threw four interceptions tonight, I have no idea. So I guess it's still football. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Ted. It's calling from here in Atlanta. You're on the JR Sport Re Show. What's up, Ted? Uh, good morning, JR. How you doing? I'm excellent. How are you? Well, I wanted to uh, start by saying while, uh, while the Bears and Vikings were playing, the fans were popping that no-dose like crazy. Because it was one of the most boring games in the last, you know, whatever. Now, secondly, uh, Oh, hold on. Let me move on to Florida State here. Hold on. Now, I'm going to draw a comparison. I'm going to draw a comparison. The Baltimore Ravens won that Super Bowl with that fierce defense. All that uh, Trent Dilfer was expected to do was manage the game and not make mistakes. I think we could be looking at a parallel with Florida State and their ferocious defense and Tate Rodemaker expected to manage the game and not make mistakes. So what are you saying to me? You you think that Florida? Well, State I'm saying here, it's if they go okay, through, go if they manage to win yeah. this whole thing, they would have basically done the same thing that the Ravens did, where the guys expected to manage the game, well, not make mistakes, and that just is absolutely phenomenal defense. Let me let me tell you something. I don't know if they're even going to make the, the the playoff. Okay. Oh, that's what yeah, that's possible. I mean, you could be right about that. We've still got to yeah. beat Louisville this Saturday because I'm figuring yeah. if Michigan well, wins the Big Ten, they're number one. Florida yeah, State wins. No, hold number- on. Who cares? I don't. I'm. I'm sorry. I don't be a, be be a jerk. I don't care, and it it doesn't matter. I think who ends up at number one or two. If I specifically want to talk about Florida State, I don't even think them beating uh, Louisville in a, in a week or two is even going to make that much of a difference now that Louisville got upset by Kentucky. So I don't know how impressive that's going to look, and the fact that I know you want to, you know, kind of hang your hat on defense. But with Jordan Travis already done for the year, I, I think people have already put a stake in him. I think it's, it's going to be tough to overcome, and I'd be a little surprised if they even made the playoff, man. 
Well, I, I mean, we will see because yeah, we you, know, will. you could have some other upsets too. What if Oregon beats Washington? Then the selection committee is going to have migraines aplenty. Yeah, I'm not saying that. I mean, we can we can play that game until the sky is blue. I mean, oh my God, if if Alabama goes out there and then loses to Georgia, then if they spank that ass, then what does it look like? Yeah, sure, we can do a whole lot of that as we move into championship week. I just think that uh, Florida, and this has more to do now with Jordan Travis going down. I think it's a little a uh, little less likely that they get into that Final Four, but that's why they go out there and play the games. Thank you so much, Ted, for calling from Atlanta. That's an interesting comparison. I have never heard – I've heard that plenty of times in the NFL. Defense wins championships. Remember when Trent Dilfer was the quarterback for the Ravens. Remember when Brad Johnson was out there being quarter – yes, I do. I remember vividly. But I've never heard that applied to, uh, to college before about how defense is now going to take them the whole rest of the way and they're going to control the game. Look, man, not in college. Like, and it's the same thing in the NFL. It's a different NFL. It's real simple. You got to throw the rock around. Okay, even to watch two bum-ass teams play tonight. Turnovers galore. When it came down to winning the game, Justin Fields had to make a pass, a long pass, to go out there and set up the game-winning field goal. If you can't throw the rock around, you ain't winning. Go, go beat Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, go, go, go beat him in the playoffs. Just with your defense. And I know what Tampa did, but they also had that Tom Brady guy there, and they also had Mike Evans, and they had a bunch of other dudes. 855-212-4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. On the other side of the break, yeah, we'll talk more college football. We'll hear from, I don't know, let's hear from Jim Harbaugh coming back from suspension. And then let's hear from Deion Sanders. Season is over. I'll talk to you too. CBS Sports Radio. Don't move. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 